You're listening to Global IQ Minute with Jim Falk, a World Affairs Council conversation with authoritative voices discussing significant newsmaking issues and individuals. Sponsored by Greenberg Traurig, LLP. Just over a year ago, August 24, 2016, the campus of the American University of Afghanistan in Kabul suffered what has become all too common around the world, and especially in Afghanistan. On that day, terrorists killed 15, including seven students. But if the goal of the Taliban was to shutter the university, they failed. As the university reopened this past March and is now home to 1,700 full and part-time students, it remains a beacon of hope in this war-torn and troubled nation. Our conversation today is especially timely. In just a few weeks, on October 12th, the Friends of American University of Afghanistan will be holding a benefit dinner in Dallas at the George W. Bush Presidential Center to support scholarships. Joining us today is Leslie Schweitzer, the President and Chair of Friends of American University of Afghanistan and a member of the University's Board of Trustees. Welcome, Leslie. It's great to have you with us. Thank you, Jim. It's a pleasure to be with you. How did you first become acquainted with the University? Well, to be honest with you, it was not on my bucket list. It was sort of an odd series of events. I got a call one day about nine years ago from the person who was president of the university at that time, and he said, congratulations, Leslie, you have been elected to the board of trustees of the American University of Afghanistan. And after sort of taking a breath, and I said, thank you very much, but I have no knowledge of this, nor do I have an interest, um, but thank you very much and good luck. So a few weeks later, they called me back and they said, we'd like to take you to lunch. And they showed me this amazing picture of this university telling me that it was modeled after the American University in Cairo and Beirut. And I saw these buildings and I thought, this is truly amazing. And because I have always had an interest in furthering women's education and women's economic empowerment, I agreed to take a trip to Afghanistan. And when I arrived, I found out that the picture that they had shown me was an artist's rendering. The actual land picture depicted was bombed out land. And when we did a deep demining, we found 60 Russian rockets. But at that point, we had a very small campus across the street. And I just became passionate about the students and the place. So it was certainly not something I intended to get involved in. I must add, my family wasn't terribly excited about me traveling to Afghanistan with such frequency. But the origin of the university really goes back to a desire on the part of Mrs. Bush. And when she was first lady, she had very much under the radar screen uh, wanted to start a co-ed university in Afghanistan. And it was through her helping to acquire the money to do the due diligence and then to do the initial building. It was someone in her office that had suggested that I be on the board. But of course, nobody ever bothered to ask me until after the fact. So here I am nine and a half years later, equally as passionate and, and still continuing to go on a very frequent basis. And it really has been a major project of the U.S. government and USAID from the beginning, hasn't it? 
Yes, about 70% of our funding comes from USAID. USAID has traditionally supported American universities around the world, feeling that they are a legacy, the American University in Central Asia. And as I mentioned, the ones that we're really, all of them are really modeled after are the American University in Cairo and Beirut that have become so significant to the region and really educated many of the leaders of the region. But they're 110, 120 years old, and we're 11. So we have a long way to go, but you know, it's a fragile environment. One of the things I found so interesting is the partnerships that you have been able to create with other universities, and particularly with uh, the law school at Stanford. Tell us about that. Yes, this, it's, it's a very unique program that Stanford started at the university several years ago, uh, sending professors and law students to the university to help develop a curriculum. And over the last several years, it has developed into a five-year undergraduate law degree. It's really quite an outstanding program. These partnerships enable us to really provide a world-class education. We have 11% of our graduates are Fulbright scholars. I have checked, and that seems to be the highest percentage of any university in the world. So in just a few weeks, on October 12th, the friends of the university are going to be holding a benefit dinner here in Dallas at the George W. Bush Presidential Center. I attended one of these dinners a few years ago, and it was really heartwarming, and I know how important those are to support the university. This dinner has uh, Laura Bush as the honorary chair, but you're on a Dallas physician, Dr. John Alexander. How did he become involved? Well, Dr. Alexander has been on our board of trustees of the university. After the attack, we discovered that some of our students who had been badly injured were really not improving and that the health facilities in Afghanistan just could not adequately deal with their issues. And one young woman who was shot three times in her leg was really risking losing her leg and maybe her life in Afghanistan. Dr. Alexander said, if you get her to me in Dallas, that I will treat her pro bono. We flew her there. She arrived right before Christmas, and she left in June. They not only saved her life, but her leg, and she is walking again. One of the things that we're celebrating in Dallas on October 12th is really the way the Dallas community rallied around this young Muslim woman. Most people had never met anyone from Afghanistan previously, and they open their homes and their arms and their hearts to them. And it's really an example of what America is all about. It gave these young people the most wonderful feeling and image about not just Dallas and Texas, but also about America. That's really what we're celebrating. It's the warmth that the Dallas people showed to this young couple. If someone cannot attend the dinner and they're not in Dallas, how can they support the university? What is your website? Just go to the to the friends of the American University of Afghanistan. It's very easy to donate. The money will be used primarily to support scholarships for young men and young women. Well, when we hear so many challenging things that Afghanistan continues to face, it's great to hear the, about the work that you're doing and, and uh, the success that these students are having. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope that people will go to your website, and if you're in Dallas or wish to come here to, for the dinner, it's going to be really spectacular on October 12th. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you, Jim. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Global IQ Minute with Jim Falk. 
a production of the World Affairs Council of Dallas-Fort Worth. Subscribe and rate Global IQ Minute on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite app. For information about a World Affairs Council in your community, visit worldaffairscouncils.org. Global IQ Minute is sponsored by Greenberg Traurig LLP, a global firm with 2,000 attorneys in 38 offices across the globe. Visit the firm at gtlaw.com.